to Dark Discussions, your place for the discussion of horror film, fiction, and all that's fantastic. A weekly podcast here. The discussion is about the most recent horror and genre films. Intelligent talk on a genre that deserves intelligence. A conversation between co-hosts discussing not only the film, but also the connotation that the directors and screenwriters are trying to articulate. When you want more than a review, listen to Dark Discussions. And speaking of perception, there's just one more scene I want to talk about, which is after Caleb discovers that Kyoto's a robot, Kyoto kind of peels off her skin, showing him what's underneath. Now, wait a minute. I know where you're going with this, but tell me you weren't already thinking this 15 minutes earlier in the film. Exactly what he's thinking at that moment. Which is he's a robot, too. Oh, I consider the possibility. Right, and that's what I like, is the fact that the writers are smart enough to know that this is what the audience would be thinking. We've all seen Blade Runner. Right. <laughs> Exactly. www.darkdiscussions.com Wherever podcasts are found. Hello, welcome once again to Dark Discussions, your place for discussion of horror film, fiction, and all that's fantastic. I'm one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in the U.S. of A. And with me in the state of Michigan. This is Eric. Eric, how's it going, my friend? I am well. Excellent. And in the state of New York? Hi, this is Mike. Mike, how are you, sir? I'm fine, Phil. How are you? Doing all right. And and the Commonwealth of Virginia. Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, what's up? Not too much. Indeed. Uh, for folks who are curious for some of our timestamps, uh, basically today is, uh, or date stamp, I should say, April, uh, May, May 18th, 2023, uh, Thursday night. Uh, we are time, or I should say, date stamping this for some of our listeners, like Pam, who are always curious when we release our episodes because sometimes the episodes aren't released immediately. Uh, usually, they're released within a, co- a week or two. But uh, for example, Eric noted uh, uh, Boss Level, which was released last week, uh, was recorded like over a year ago, and it was finally released. <laughs> I had to look up the movie. I did not remember the movie from the title. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the is that the is that the uh, uh, what do you call the Groundhog's Day movie? Yes. With, uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 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 I can't believe it's been almost a year since we did that. It may, it may have been even longer. I, I forget the we timestamp. I mean, twenty movie according to IMDb. Yeah. So it may have been. We may. I think we recorded it in. Uh, I think we actually recorded it in twenty twenty two, but. Um, I'm not 100% sure because even though it was a 2020 film, I don't think it got released be- until 2021 because of the COVID I was, stuff. I was so confused when you posted that, though. I was like, is that one they did without me? <laughs> <laughs> I looked it up and I was like, oh, no, wait, I did watch that. Yeah, yeah, it was just a long time ago. So, uh, speaking of boss level and whatnot, uh, basically what we talk about here on Dark Discussions podcast. Uh, is basically horror, sci-fi, fantasy, thrillers, techno thrillers, mysteries, grindhouse, arthouse, midnight movies, cult films, drive-in fear, and the like. Basically, we try to talk intelligently about a genre that deserves intelligence. So a wide range of uh, usually dark films, uh, thrillers, and horror, and, and uh, even uh, science fiction and fantasy when when they uh, pop up and uh, fit the 
our uh, landscape of what this podcast would do. Uh, what is Dark Discussions? It's a website, which is www.darkdiscussions.com. Uh, it's a website that uh, includes a number of podcasts, including this one, and articles and things like that. But, uh, Eric, what else can people find on www.darkdiscussions.com? They can find a link to our Patreon account. Patreon allows you to financially contribute to your online artists like podcasters. Producing the show is not free. We have to pay for stuff like computer equipment, uh, website hosting, domain names, movie rentals, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So if you'd like to help us offset the cost of all that, that's how you can do it. You can go to patreon.com slash dark discussions or click on the Patreon badge on any page of darkdiscussions.com. We appreciate any and all contributions. Indeed, and uh, we do have an email, which is darkdiscussions at AOL.com. Uh, that's the easiest way to uh, reach us, because you just type in the email. Uh, just type in uh, uh, the topic and the subject, and we'll know it's for this podcast here. Uh, but also, um, you can find us on uh, the contest contact us link on the menu on every page of the Dark Discussions podcast. Uh, I know some folks are having some issues with that. Uh, the app that does the email box uh is become slightly outdated. It has to be replaced, so it may or may not work for you depending on your type of browser. But uh, you can always uh, reach us through darkdiscussions at aol.com if the email box does not work. Um, we did uh, do have an email, uh, actually, about one of our Patreon picks that Eric just mentioned, which is uh, the film Sexy Beast, which uh, we released a couple of weeks ago. Uh, this is from uh, John Appleby from the opposite side of the pond, or the UK. Uh, and he goes, I hope uh, you're well. Thank you for the kind mention on the Sexy Beast episode. Tell the guys us Brits aren't all bad. Maybe the Scottish, Welsh, Irish granted. But us English are awesome. Wink, wink. Great film, by the way. But what the fuck is that rabbit creature about? And that's true. We, we didn't really talk about it too much because we didn't know what the heck it meant either in that film. But people have to see that film to understand what's going on there. But uh, appreciate the email from uh, John Appleby, who has uh, been a longtime listener. He was actually um, listening to us uh, way back, uh, and he did it through Twitter before he even uh, got on uh, all the other social media networks. So. A long time. Well, I, I would just like to respond by quoting a uh, song that was played uh, at uh, one of my cousins when they had a child at their the, their child's christening. Uh, and if I remember correctly, the the quote from the song said, um, "Fuck ye, you English bastards." <coughs> I think that, that sums it up pretty well. All right, there you go. There's, uh, there's a reason why we didn't let them uh, play any songs at the at our wedding. Just, uh, just saying. Just saying. Um, all right, so uh, that's pretty much uh, the house cleaning and things of that nature. Uh, we can probably uh, get into our subject tonight, uh, which again is, is talks about uh, uh, genre films and uh, whatnot. So, uh, Eric, uh, what are we going to discuss tonight? Tonight, we're talking about a brand new movie that's currently available for streaming on Hulu. Tonight, we're talking about Blood. <laughs> What is this? Stop. I'll make this harder than it already is, okay? You deserve to know what's going on, all right? And I'm going to do my best to tell you. A mother would do anything to save your child. My son. 
very sick. Something got inside of him. Don't go any closer. I don't know what's wrong with him. Owen? What are you doing? Vitals are looking better. It really is an amazing recovery. I want more. your mom seemed to lately? Good, I guess. You guess? What's happening to me? I feel different. Is it like a disease? All I know is it's the only thing that's making him better. I like it when it's warm. Oh, no! We're investigating this in person's case. Uh, that's right. Uh, Blood is a brand new film uh, that just came out. Uh, it's on Hulu. Uh, it's directed by uh, Brad Anderson, uh, a Connecticut American, who uh, actually uh, has uh, done a uh, number of films uh, in the genre uh, and TV and all that other stuff. Uh, his uh, most, uh, I don't know if they're famous, but uh, he did The Machinist, which was a, a film that um, everybody... Ooh. Yeah, that's yeah. the one with super skinny Christian Bale, right? That's right, that's right. And guess what else he did? He did Session 9, which we did as a patient, mm. as a matter of fact. He also did uh, The Call, uh, the one with um, uh, Halle Berry, uh, which we all liked. Even mm. the, mm -hmm. the the ending uh, was, was a little let down. And he did um, Stonehurst Asylum and Fractured, The Vanishing on 7th Street, among other films. So, uh He's, he's done a, a lot of a lot of films, um, and uh, television work includes uh, The Wire, a couple episodes, Fringe. He did over ten episodes, maybe fifteen. Uh, so so he's he's done a lot of stuff. Um, the film stars uh, a number of folks. Uh, well, not a number of folks, but two folks that people may know: uh, Michelle Moynihan uh, and Skeet Ulrich. Uh, though it's really, uh, Skeet Ulrich is, is just a very small part. And then a number of ch children actors as well. Uh, the film uh, came out on January 27th, 2023 in the United States and uh, is available uh, free if you have a subscription on Hulu. But it's also, uh, I think, a rental uh, if you, you so desire. Uh, the film is getting mixed reviews from critics, if critics matter to you uh it's about 56 percent uh reviewed um with with average reviews um i have not checked um what we call the the regular people us 
who watch films and see if it's much different than what the critics have said. Uh, but um, I'm going to try to people take offense to being lumped in with us. <laughs> I was, was going to say we may not be critics, but I don't know if I'd call us regular people either. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be fair. Eric. That could be fair. Uh, this film here is uh, actually, believe it or not, has 50 percent good reviews uh, as of today. May 18th, 2023, it has 52% good reviews by audience and 54% by critics. So uh, it looks like everybody's agreeing pretty close to uh, uh, critic or viewer alike. Everybody uh, who sees this movie says, meh. That's what, that's yeah. what it appears based <laughs> off of, the, off of uh, what we see here. But uh, we're going to go around and give our thoughts on the film and how we heard about it. So uh, since uh, Barrett was one that brought it to our attention, uh, Barrett, uh, how did you hear about this film and what were your thoughts? I remember seeing uh, a preview for this movie like a few months ago at the beginning of the year, um, but it wasn't around very long. And then, and supposedly that's when it came out in theaters earlier this year. And then I was looking around on Hulu and I saw it was available and I watched the trailer and I was like, "Eh, this could be good. Um, So that's kind of how it showed up for me. Um, The movie itself, uh, it was not unenjoyable, but it didn't really uh, get me going in any great way. Um, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Uh, Like Eric said about the average viewer, I was pretty much meh. Um, There are things I did like about it um, that were interesting, but all in all, it was probably a one-time watch for me. All right, sounds good. Uh, Mike? How did you hear about this film, and what were your thoughts? I heard about it because I was told I had to watch it for uh, the episode this week. Uh, I had not heard about it at all beforehand. Um, so it was a, a really, other than the fact that the title uh, was called Blood, and uh, using my razor uh, keen horror veteran instincts, <laughs> uh, I suspected it <laughs> may have something to do with werewolf. Um, uh, I really did not know anything about it. You got me, Mike. That was a good joke. I, I didn't know anything about it. And I got to say, I was very pleasantly surprised. Um, I, I was, cause I, I was expecting nothing except the, you know, the, about, except the obvious. Uh, and I got better than that. And especially when it's like a, a straight to the video thing, it's going straight to Hulu, uh, which seems to be on the lower rung of, of, choice for release but like if you're gonna like i don't know anyone's like saying yay we got that hulu streaming money they, they tend to want like netflix first and then you or amazon and then you go down the list um but uh yeah i i liked it i thought it was pretty solid um i um yeah it's not going to be a not top 10 movie of the year material but it's it's i think it's very solid uh, a classic genre, and I don't want to delve too deep in it. I can't say it's wholly original uh, because I've, we've seen stuff like this. <laughs> Wait, would you say it's derivative? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it might be, but it's it's derivative. But it, it it executes a familiar idea in a in a in a very good uh good way. The performances are, I think, are solid. The direction is solid. Um. 
and terrible things happen to children. So that's always good. You know, that's always a bonus. So, <laughs> all right. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, for me, uh, I actually heard about this film, uh, when Barrett suggested it as a possible episode. Uh, so I hadn't heard anything about it or known anything about it since, uh, or prior, I should say. And as Mike mentioned, the name blood, um, is, is fairly derivative. And so it's, it's, it's kind of a, a crappy <laughs> film title. Oh. It's just terrible title for a film because it means nothing. Um, but, uh, so I, I watched it, um, because that was our topic and, uh, I'm, I'm pretty much where, uh, uh, Barrett is. Uh, I th- was meh with the film. Um, you know, every, everything's fine with the acting and whatever, but, but it's very derivative. Um, it's, it's it's kind of boring at points. I felt um, it. Uh, there's a lot of talk about with with the people relationships more than than the horror. I feel, um, and I, I, oddly, it, usually it's the other way around that that the people stuff can sometimes bog down a good horror film. But sometimes that's the best part of a good horror film too. And I, I would think that was oddly the best part for this one. Um, it'll probably be a one-time watch. Uh, I, I really wouldn't recommend it that much, but if you like a, a little different spin on the type of monster that this film is, and we'll talk about it in a little bit, uh, it may be something to take a look at, but um, it, it's one of those films that will be forgotten similar and quickly, like, like its title, I feel. Um, and I don't mean to sound that harsh about it, but you know, it's just a film. Uh, let's go with you, Eric. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty much in the same boat. Um, I thought this movie was acted well. Um, but I'm actually going to level a Phil complaint. Uh, <laughs> he's usually the one that has this complaint about movies, which is that I don't like any of the characters. I thought they were all kind of jerks. Uh, the daughter was really the only one that could, not be classified as a jerk. Um, so that, would, that was that was my biggest issue with the movie. Um, I totally also, agree with that. Yeah, me too. So, I, yeah. Just, I, yeah. Um, and also, they're trying to put a twist on some familiar with material, but if you're gonna do that, I think you need to finish it because what they were trying to do, they didn't really explain very well. And I'll just leave that there for now. Um, we can get, we can get into it more later. Um, but yeah, so uh, I'm sol- solidly in the in the Mac camp. All right, sounds good. So it seems like uh, uh, three mess and uh, one uh, pretty decent. Uh, not a top ten, but 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 entertaining. So uh, that's our, our opinions. Um, so uh, Eric, uh, do we have a wiki? Jess, a separated mother and nurse. (laughs) Sorry. I just pictured a woman split in half with one half having a nurse hat on it. Uh, (laughs) Let let me start that over. (laughs) I was not expecting my brain to do that to me. Uh, Jess, a separated mother and nurse, moves with her daughter and young son Owen back into her old farmhouse. Shortly after settling in, Owen is bitten by the dog, resulting in a mysterious infection from the bite. All right, sounds good. Uh, I think that tells a little too much, but uh, not too, too much, but enough that it, it like, gives you some plot points quick. Um, but, uh, oh, no, the way, though, happens in the very early in the movie, so... 
Yeah, yeah, that's 15 minutes in, I think, yeah. So, anyway, um, all right, so uh, what we do here on the Dark Discussion Podcast, for those who are new to the podcast, since uh, we are getting a lot of new folks recently, uh, since we brought in Dungeons and & Dragons and Sexy Beasts as, as topics, uh, I've noticed uh, a lot of uh, people uh, downloading our backlog now uh, because uh, they are found us through films that aren't necessarily horror. And now they're uh, going through a lot of our backlog, including a lot of our side podcasts, too, such as the Westworld and Game of Thrones and and uh, Halo and stuff, too. So it's kind of interesting. Um, so I, be, I wonder if there's anything those people could do. Possibly support the podcast. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. That would be, be wonderful. Um, so I just rewind and re-listen to what Eric said earlier. But uh, so what we do here before you... Uh, uh, get spoilers is basically we talk about um, general stuff related to the movie, maybe uh, Anderson's career uh, or uh, Moynihan's career or whatnot. Uh, we talk about g- stuff that this film may remind us of or general things about its topic. Um, but then at a later point in the podcast, we throw up a spoiler alert and talk about everything and anything because, uh, we don't just review films on this podcast. We also critique and dissect. And so at a point we will throw up the spoiler alert and then we'll talk about, uh, specifics and scenes and, and the ending and, and, and whatnot, spoilers, twists, whatever. Um, so, uh, that's pretty much who we are and what we do. <clears throat> Thank you once again for listening. So uh, I guess we can t- discuss general things first. And um, first thing, uh, uh, I guess we could talk about uh, was that, that I, I felt this kind of reminded me of a lot of uh, a couple of Irish films that we, we've reviewed in the past. Um, like we, I forget the name of it, but there was this one about these tree creatures. Um, that was the Irish. The, well, that one was the other one, the hole in the ground. Uh, it reminded me of a little bit, but that Holy Ground was a much better film. And then there's this other film that starred uh, a Stark and a Bolton, um, and, and but it was about tree monsters. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That I, you didn't? Was that Irish? That. I, yeah, that was Irish. Yeah. Yeah. What was that, Mike? If I remember correctly, you were the one on the podcast that didn't like that that movie. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really like that one. That, that is correct. Um, too much. But that was still a better film than this film, too, I felt. Um, so, and I don't know why it reminded me of that, those films, for some reason. I, it just kind of did. It was interesting. How, um, but, but oh, no, it's, it's a smaller film, probably because it has, has a smaller cast, too. Um, I don't know. But uh, where did you guys want to start? What, what, what things did you guys want to bring up? I thought it was funny. When the movie started out with the, the kid jumping out and being a problem, I just thought of Mike. Second that happened for some reason. <laughs> Funny that. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. an anecdote there, but I, I was expecting to hear Mike say stupid kids or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Was that Mike? You, you broke up again. I think we lost Mike. I'm sorry, it was just a kid doing what kids do. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. annoying. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, it's being annoying. They're going to push boundaries. They're going to go explore, do things. Um, I, I actually I understand the not liking the, some of the characters, but I also feel it's a really 
tough position that I think all the characters are kind of put in. And, you know, the kids are caught in a, in a bad situation because of the, the, what's going on. And well, yeah, that's really, that's I mean, true. We're kind of, I mean, we're told the story. We're seeing the story from the mother's perspective, but, and the father's acts like a bit of an ass kind of, but well, you see it from his perspective. He's absolutely dead on, on a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's so. the thing. It makes you look like he's 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 a dink, but when you really think about things, and again, we don't know enough about him or their marriage before they broke up, and and that's the thing that reminded me. Yeah, that's that, a big problem. Yeah, because you don't know if she started to get on drugs because of what he did, or was it before that and that caused him to have the affair. That's what I was thinking exactly. Yeah, and, and, and he's a good father. He loves his kids so. And yeah, I, the kids don't, I, don't, don't don't like hate going to see him. Well, and and I think it's an intentional setup that yes, he's acting like a dink, but he also might be justified in acting like a dink, and we just don't know enough of the history to be sure. Right, right. just like well, you and said, he's acting like a, you know the the mom certainly does things in this movie to question her judgment and her fitness as a mother. But, but as on, a human the flip being. Side, on the flip side, he is willing to do things that are a little bit, you know, kind of uncool. Like he's going to use those pictures of her that happened and now she's clean. I mean, that's, he's willing to do anything to keep the kids. Um, even if yeah, she but I don't is think he's saying that these are new pictures. It's a, it's a, it's a reminder of this is who she was she was right it's a reminder but he's using it as leverage in their negotiations and well, i found that kind of scummy divorce is just a rough rough gig um, yes. especially with children like him. especially yeah. with, with children involved as well mm-hmm. and, and and whether people want to disagree or not it's quite well known that uh the men get screwed big time when it comes to custody of the children and and so this mother here, um, unfortunately, has had some uh, behavioral health issues that would would cause her to possibly be um, a bad mother when those um, substance abuse issues do occur. So I, I could see. But he's uh, not a winner either. He slept with the nanny. Come on. Well, I'm, I'm not. I, again, everybody has whatever. Obviously, he's a cheater, I, and things do happen. Um, we, we all know plenty of human beings that are our friends and family, unfortunately, that, that have either been screwed by someone that cheated or they cheated themselves and we don't hate them. It's unfortunate it happened between the two of them. You know, that's their their problem. But, but again, I don't want to pass complete judgment, especially in in sense, we don't have the complete history and we don't have enough information to pass complete judgment, it just seems like everybody sucks. Right. right. You, right. you can't, even, you can't even pass judgment on her either. I mean, yeah, she had a problem, but she's supposedly passing now. Well, well, so, we can, can pass a judgment based off of what happens in this film, but you're right, prior... Well, yeah, yeah, until you right. see what she does later, but... Right, right. Here's the thing. You have... Um, again, this goes to we don't know the details. When was he... When did he hook up with the with the nanny right, they, they could have been already fighting if, if they were already if they were already right. divorced or or separated on their way to divorce then then that could just be a hallmark movie you know uh about the nanny who falls in love with the with the man with the two kids you know that he's trying to raise 
and she she's there to help him. Uh, there's all sorts of ways this this can be can can be done. And hey, you know what? If their relationship was over and she was uh, curled up on the couch, so to speak, uh, I don't know that I could necessarily blame him for it. I, I and I would never advocate you know uh, people being unfaithful in a relationship. But if the relationship was was de facto over by that point. Uh, then I don't think she has much grounds to complain. And you know, it would it is it is it worse that he's fucking the nanny as opposed to fucking anybody else after their relationship is over? Well, it's all about timing, right? Yeah, well, it is, but and we she don't know the timing. Happy. So yeah, we don't know. Perhaps we should. Right. Move she up. wouldn't be happy no matter what. I don't think you know that's right. just right. she's well, using it's what like, she has, and right, he's using what he has. And if and if I could see it from his perspective, uh, I certainly because again, the film is all from hers. Um, I don't know that I would trust my kids with her if I would feel sure. comfortable with it. And I've got a system that's... It's not all from her perspective, by the way. There is a whole scene where he's taking the kids and later on... No, no, but, but what Mike... Is. Well, that's true, but but mostly, you know, Mike, I think that scene is really just a show that the mother... Um, there's there's been some problems, but you're right. Mike's kind of right though. The movie's mostly ninety percent probably her film, right? I mean, yeah. I'm and, saying, and, but it's telling the story much more from her perspective than than, than getting any credit to him. Um, and, and and saying it from so we we we're intended to be more empathetic for his um for for her point of view, and because the the drama is. He's going to have the kids taken away from her. Right. Well, and I think the whole idea of the film leads you to believe that she should be the one you feel sorry for. Because, like, in the very beginning, she's outside in the car and you see this young, pregnant other woman that he's with. It just gives that whole sense of you're not supposed to like him. That's right. what I felt like to me. Yeah. Well, you're probably right. But but again, you know, as us being smart and, and intellectual uh Watches of film. We, we call we, an intellectual. We, we, well, I'm being fair. Here. No, I understand um, we, that. I'm just saying. I we, think the film was trying to make us biased. Oh yeah, I, I would concur. I, I would concur. But again, the film also makes us not like this woman later, anyway. So right, it, it, it's it's you know doing red herrings back and forth, you know. But but again, you know, at that point they're they're not married anyway, and this guy has to move on in his life. His life doesn't just end the moment they're divorced. So, you know, if he wants to get married and have another kid, you know, she could do the same. I mean, it's just what it is. But um I think you're right, Barrett. It's trying to set us up to to look at her as the hero, uh at least at the beginning. Um also the the movie I was thinking of, Mike, the Irish movie, it's called the Halo, I think it was called Halo, Halo. Yes, I did look it up but I, I yeah I was yeah. Hollow? Um Hollow, yeah, however you pronounce it. Yeah. Um, all right. So, so, uh, yeah, so I thought that was one of the interesting or the most interesting aspect of the entire film. Um, the, the aspect of the film I had the biggest issue with, and I'm going to be very careful here to not drop spoilers yet. So, so go with me here and don't spoil anything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, there is a, okay. They're moving. My understanding is the house they're moving into is, is the mom's, aunt's house is that right yes okay so later on there are some issues that occur um revolving around a particular feature on the property right Yep. yep so something happens that doesn't make a whole lot of sense 
um, to drag the boy into everything. Yep. And then later on, they give a vague notion of what it was, but they never yep. really explain it. And now, I found that a bit frustrating because if it's in her family and it's the family's property, then any history that's to be had would have been with the family. And they, they, they should have had more information is what yeah, I, 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 I like that point, Eric. I felt the exact same thing because the setup of what happens is pretty cool. I mean, that was probably the best scene of the film in the sense that it looked amazing. This mm-hmm. area on the property is like, holy smokes, that's really, okay. And I thought they were going to go real deep into some sort of something. And again, I'm not spoiling folklore, it. Folklore, right? Yeah, yeah. Folklore yeah, yeah. Or, or, or Satan worshiping or cults or something. Something, right. And and then they go somewhere. And again, we, you know, we, films, if, if there's a real life and we just walked into some property and some evil happens, you know, we wouldn't know the history about what happened. So, you know, as a viewer, that's makes sense. But as a viewer, it doesn't make sense because we're here to watch a film and understand things and, and get enjoyment out of it. But if it's left unanswered, we, we, we don't know what's going on. I mean, we understand why the deadites appear in evil dead rise. We understand mm-hmm. why, uh, in, in sexy beast, the guy, uh, gal has to go back to England. We, we understand these things. And here, it's like, like you said, if this property has been in the generations and, or, you know, they could have had a scene where she finds a book that the aunt was right. stuff or something, yeah, you know, but something. Have newspaper clippings or whatever the hell. Right. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah, I, exactly. I don't think that was, see, I prefer the fact that they didn't do any with that. Um, mm-hmm. because I didn't think it was necessary. I think we got the premise of the film. You got the idea that there's something ancient and evil going on. Uh, I think we all pick up on that. And it's a horror movie. So sometimes the unknown is important and you always have the risk of over explaining what happens in a horror film too. So yeah, I was perfectly fine with them leaving. I can certainly get it and I understand it. I just, it did not in any way bother me and I actually preferred that they didn't waste any time really getting into any detail on something that I, I could figure out and you know, well enough for myself. Uh, I, I'm going to disagree, but only because I think there were some low points that could have used some excitement of finding things out. Well, and and I think I'm okay with some ambiguity in movies, yeah. but I am more okay with um, ambiguous endings than lack of explanation, if that makes any sense. It does. Yeah, yeah, because they are completely different things. Uh, ambiguous makes you think and say, "Hmm, it could be this or this." While a lack of explanation is like, "Why, why, why, why did any of this happen in the first place?" Mm-hmm. Well, see, I see this more like Tremors, where they they talk about how there's, uh, you know, they, they speculate on where the monster comes from, and you know, they never know, we never find but out. They, but they speculate be- and they talk about it. Yeah, but but, but yeah, but we can we can do that anyway. I just we never get an answer and you can come up with your own answers for this. I don't think it really changes the movie. I don't think it's necessary for the plot. Um, you have a character who contracts a disease for lack of a better term. Do we really need to know whether it, the disease came from an infected bat or a lab in China? I don't think it's necessary. No, but I, 
I don't know. I, I'm with I, you, Eric. I'm with you. I, I, I find the fact that there was an intermediary in between the primary source and the kid to be different and in need of explanation. That's all. And I, I, I would concur. I, I, I'm on your page, Eric. Um, I, I, I'm not saying anybody's wrong yeah. for feeling that way. Either, either it works yeah. for you, it doesn't. I'm saying it worked for me. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Put your fist down and say who's right and who's wrong. Nope. <laughs> we'll never get an opinion out of Paris. Fair on that. Well, had, we've had these arguments before. These might also be a little derivative. <laughs> ah, ah, you guys <laughs> fucking suck. Anyway. anyway. Barrett, uh, Barrett, I swear to God, I didn't even tell him about our conversation earlier. <laughs> All right. Well, so, this, the conversation today. Yeah, we I'm had a, we trying had a, to get we had Eric a, off my back about change. being being derivative, and that didn't work. That <laughs> now he's going to do it more. Anyway. Um. So. So. Uh, uh. What else did we want to talk about? That's general, and and stuff that isn't necessarily um, uh, a spoiler. Um. I think I we might need to throw out the spoiler flag because this is very hard to talk about without it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we we will we, we have to do say that that there is a uh, some animal deaths in this film. So if that bothers you more than people getting killed, then just be warned. Um, and uh, that's pretty much yeah. Oh, I got two. So all right. So although, we can talk. Although yeah. I will say that a lot of times in movies, animals die when they weren't doing anything wrong. Yeah. <laughs> this case, uh, kind of mm, not the well, same. Yeah. What was he doing yeah. wrong? He was he, he was a good boy. <laughs> I don't know where Mike's going on this one. All right, so let's throw up the uh, spoiler alert. Uh, so at this point, foul um, eternal life. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, so at this point, we're going to throw up the spoiler, and we're going to uh, talk about anything and everything. So uh, not skirt around uh, things as, as Eric so well did earlier. Um, so uh, you've been warned, and the spoiler alert is up. So uh, we can talk about uh, everything and anything. Um, all right, so where do we want to begin? Well, let's begin with the basis premise, yep. which is that due to the divorce, they're moving back into uh, family property, right? whoever's house, yep. um, which is kind of run down, um, but free. <laughs> so it works for now. Um, and the mom is apparently a doctor. Um, no, no, she's a, uh, I thought she was. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, she works at a hospital. That's the important part. And she has a, a young son and daughter and a dog. <laughs> they all moved in this place together. And clearly it's shown to us at the beginning of the movie that uh, there is a contentious divorce happening. Um, very much uh, heated uh, because the mother had some substance abuse issues. And we the the father is... Now with the person that used to be the nanny, we don't know when that began, whether they were still married or not when it started. Um, but the wife's certainly not a fan. Uh, <laughs> so all this family drama is going on when they move into this new house that's pretty much in the middle of nowhere. And one night the dogs gets out and disappears for a while. And when it comes back, it is not acting the same. And it attacks the young boy 
And to save the boy, the mother kills the dog, takes the boy to the hospital where he recovers, but he's not the same. And uh, that, that's that's a good explanation right there, Eric. Yeah, that's exactly 100 percent the whole whole first 15 minutes of the film. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't, know, I don't know where what state this took place in, but it could be anywhere. It's very flat, so so it could be I, anywhere. But I'm curious about one point. thing. Um, yeah, it could be Idaho. Yeah. After his after he gets attacked later on, they say that his brachial artery was um, cut. Uh, that I'm my understanding is that would be pretty quick bleed out. Um, I don't know where that is. Is that in the neck? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like you can die in under two minutes. I think. Yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah. So that that may be uh, a boo boo with the film because I think you're absolutely right, uh, Barrett. There, there's certain vessels and veins and arteries and whatnot in the body that. If they are damaged, there's nothing you can do. You know, like for example, Di- uh, Princess Diana or John Lennon, um, their their hearts uh, artery burst, and, and even if they got to the hospital, it, it would it would have been unfortunate uh, situations. And um, this boy here, you know, when you when you get your throat cut or or things like that, um, or, or your what's the femoral artery, which is in the thigh, I think. Th- those things can can yeah you can you can pass pretty quick because three pumps of your your heart the blo- almost all half your blood's already gone out of you. And they were uh, said they were saying how far out they are. Like that's true, but enough. let's not forget that the mother has medical training. Well, and and he was bit by something we don't understand. So mm-hmm. I, I just was wondering what everyone else thought of that. It, I just was. Well, I'm, it I'm was, trying to. I, I'm, unfortunately, my computer's a little up at the moment um for reasons and so it's making it hard for me to search what i need to search um but i mean just it, it would probably depend on just how bad the, the the wound was to the to the brachial artery um like femoral yeah. is a bad one but but it's it's a because it's, it's a very thick blood vessel brachial um would be probably going to the lungs or going through well, that's like an arm one right and it's in the arm right so, um, yeah, unfortunately, it's a detail. Yeah. yeah. It's just a curious one. I was, yeah, it's, it's a fair point though. Um, uh, yeah. but again, he's in the arm again, though we, we do. Oh, straight. It's an arm. Okay. So that's a bad one too. So, so that's basically like the femoral, but in the, instead of the thigh, it's the upper arm. But, um, I think, but, uh, the thing is, is, is like you said, Barrett, um, the disease that he is contracted from the dog may actually keep him alive, right? Yeah, and that's so, what I was thinking. Yeah. Well, but I don't know, man. The way he's ultimately dispatched, yeah, not, not <laughs> you hard. have a point. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't like you know your normal. I mean, I think we can stop dancing around it at this point. It's a, this is a vampire movie. Yeah. Um, Oh. And it's not I mean, any normal vampire <laughs> killing methods that happen. You know, she doesn't use a cross. She doesn't use silver. She doesn't stake him through the heart. She just fucking suffocates him. Yeah. <laughs> and she dispatched the dog easily enough. So I don't. I don't know if I buy that theory. Yeah, that's a fair point. Well, well, even even 
she dispatched. Yeah, you're right. And, and even the, the boy, after he's infected, he's easy to kill, too. So, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, so I'm, I'm just concurring with you. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know then. I, also, it's weird, too. They, this is a film that doesn't ever say the word vampire in it, too, which is interesting. That's oh, true. And, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. That I don't. Interesting. Um, that's, that's, that's the thing that I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to dock at points for it because it is a very well-worn trope at this point. Uh, like, just like they never say zombies in any zombie movie except for zombie land, uh, or at least up to a certain point, they never use the term zombie. Um, right. So it's not unusual. For well, Walking some, Dead too. Walking Dead. They don't do yeah. It. Walking Dead, which turned to, yeah, which was a joke that every community had its, uh, own name for whatever the, the the zombies were, um, but there's just way too many uh, horror films where the creature that you're dealing with just so happens that no one's ever heard of, let's say, a vampire or a zombie. And zombie, at least, you could kind of the the Romero zombie is a relatively recent invention. Um, you know, it's the going to Night of the Living Dead as opposed to the voodoo zombie, uh, where, where vampires have been around for centuries. So it's just implausible that this is a world where no one's ever heard of a vampire before. And it's just, a, to me, a little annoying that nobody says, you know, like starts putting those pieces together. Um, and it's like, it's, it's a trope that I don't care for. I'm not going to dock the movie points for because everybody does it. Um, but yeah, just not not one I really I I personally appreciate it. Okay, yeah, so uh, I think I think every, everybody was fine with them not using vampire. Um, so uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, I, I kind of guessed it was going to be a vampire film pretty quick. Anyway, um, from the title. because of the title, <laughs> yeah, exactly. As Mike said, that's what I was going to do. Obviously about werewolves. Yeah, sort of like if you're going to watch a movie called Abduction, you know, you're you're you're, you're it's not going to be likely be a Bigfoot movie, right? Um, right, 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 right. Exactly. They did have a dog bite him though, so you could have turned to a werewolf, like who knows? Uh, but on a serious note, um, well, and that was that was the thing that confused me the most about the movie is that his involvement was a dog. Yeah, yeah. I've, well, I've never heard of vampirism being transferred by a canine before. Right. So, so this is this is the thing that this is a new spin, I guess, on the vampirism where they can just actually. Anyway. Brian Lumley's there. Anything could be vampirized in his books. Oh, you're right. Those were good books. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Those what uh, necroscope. Yeah, necroscope. Yeah. And they yeah. could definitely transfer to anybody, but that's neither here nor there. I don't know of any. That other. was a completely different lore, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know of any other vampire stuff that does anything else other than humans that can turn into vampires. Right. <laughs> so, so, so this one here, it, it appears that dogs at least can be affected, um, and and so it's taking vampirism and changing it up a bit, and it also allows vampires to be killed pretty easy, as well, um, unlike. In, in you know like Salem's Lot or something right, where you got to throw the stakes and chop their heads off and stuff <laughs> their mouths with garlic and all this other crap. Yeah, they're pretty weak in this, but we only saw a kid with it and a dog with it. So, right. And we didn't see him fully transform. I don't. Right. Know, sorry, yeah. like, or, or yeah. maybe he did. Or so he, it, it, and he was starting to have some problems with light, and perhaps since it was daytime, that 
kind of helped. It, it, he might have been mid transformation. I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah, but to be honest, the, the the worst monster in this film was the mother. Yeah, she was just a horrible yeah. human being. I, I thought she was a very loving mother. She was doing everything she could to take care of her son. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I didn't mean her as a mother. I mean her as well. She she was horrible to the daughter, but I, I mean her as. That's her, her her title because I don't know the character's name. Uh, that mother, that character, uh, she was the real Carol? monster. Was it okay, Carol? Was she? Yes, yes, she was. Was she, she? Yes, yes, she was. So you wouldn't do anything for your kids? Uh, not 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 what she did. Hmm. All right. I, I put it this way: if my kid needed a, a, a transplant, I wouldn't be uh, finding someone on the internet with the same blood type and then finding them and. and clubbing them over the head and hire a doctor to take their lung out and put it in my kid. So, yeah, I would not. Absolutely I mean, not. if she was doing the right thing, she would have just kept him in the hospital. They would have done whatever happened and the kid wouldn't would have died and none of this would have happened. That's right. That's right. And, and, and well, to be honest, we died. And, and, and my, I think my analogy is spot on, right? I mean, none of us would, would, would club a, a kid on... Speak, the, uh, speak for yourself, buddy. All right, fair enough. I, 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 th- I think you, you, I think you're just harassing me, but but you 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 get my point. I mean, I mean, if, no, if, I'm just I'm just trying to get a rise out of you, Phil. Sure, sure. I figured you were. But I think, uh, yeah, go on. Mike. See, I, I think that the, the, the problem with this metaphor um, is she doesn't have a place to go to for help. She sees something horrific happening to her child. Her child has a need that she realizes is problematic. She's trying to find a way to save him so that he doesn't do something. Um, what, what, like why the, didn't she tell the, the, the other? Why didn't she tell the doctor that he drank the blood straight from the, the thing and, and he looks better now? Why, I mean, well, I think because the whole thing is going to come from she's uh, she's she's afraid of something happening that's going to make her lose custody of the children, and right. that's. That's that's the fear. That's the fundamental fear that she has. Well, and, and that, Phil, to answer your direct question as to why she didn't say anything to anybody, it's because when that happened, she was in a hallway on the phone, um, and that could have been interpreted as her not um, not keeping a proper eye on him and and letting bad things happen to him, and that could be used against her in a divorce. Right. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I mean, it's, it, it's a tough sh- situation, but uh, every, everything she does doesn't it ain't right. At least I, I felt it. I mean, some of it no, was petty. It's also petty a really stuff. bad situation. She's trying to get her child what he needs, and the way they have it set, you know, is they do have her kind of taking Baby small stuff. steps. Yeah. So it's not like she immediately goes from zero to murder. Right. She goes um, from no all serial killers take a little start to yeah, blot think... herself to blot out someone else. I mean, even Ted Bundy started by looking in windows. I mean, come on. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. You know, and he, and he he helped the the rat problem at his family's house by killing the rats. You know, but <laughs> so but you know, so they all start somewhere. So um, I, I see your point, Mike, and maybe that's what they were trying to make us do. You know, make us, but. 
But when she crosses that line, that 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 was just so disgusting. It it, it was just so disturbing. Oh, well, which woman was going to die anyway? This is the yeah, woman that was but, but, asking her that was asking her to help her die. That, yeah, but th- this isn't what, what she was asking for. She, wow. She hey. should have been more specific. Yeah. Right. You know, I, it's I really on her for not being clear. Exactly. Uh, right. <laughs> I, I think we also know that, that, that uh, what she meant was to die with dignity. And this was as... That was with dignity. Uh, she was saving a life. Uh, this was... Just, all right. Well, I'm, I'm not going to argue jokes anymore. I'm, I'm, I, I made my point. <laughs> so, no, but she's... This is this is a balancing test. This is a um okay, this woman is going to die. She has no one. No one is going to miss her. Um and I can use her to save my son. And I'm not I'm not justifying what she did, but I think, you know, it's I can understand why that if this wasn't her just going grabbing somebody off the street, you know, who end up who might end up having lived a long life and who wanted to live and who had people they 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 loved and cared for and uh, cared about them and 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 had a productive role. So this was a woman that they set up very well, and it just the kind of thing that you can only do in sort of an intellectual exercise right is we're gonna okay what if it was a person that nobody would miss that nobody that ha- that doesn't have a job that's important that has that uh, is gonna die anyway and actually wants to die would you do it then you know and so they take it as close to that line as you possibly can and i certainly understand anyone who says i absolutely would not do that because that's that's just a thing, right? That's that's where is. But I can also understand where in this particular story. What if it's to save your child? We should do it yeah. then. No. Yeah, and, and I get that. It. I get that, but it's ironic that everything she does leads to the same end, except it's all worse for her than if she had just let him die in the hospital. Yes. So <laughs> basically, yeah, I, I know there's a movie I saw that was was uh, pretty decent a few years ago. Um, could be a cinema a la carte called Extreme Measures uh, with Hugh Grant and, and Gene Hackman. And, and that's about um, paralyzation and um, trying to cure, cure, cure that and, and, and uh, people just being missed. Does their life matter? And, I, you know, it, it, their life does matter. I mean, that's why we're having this big argument right now in New York City about someone on a subway that died recently. So it's people's lives matter. And, and again, you can, we can, whether they intentionally, the the writers and director are trying to make us feel like a re a reason or reasoning that what she did it, it, to me, it it just makes me hate her more because when you reason, when you reason something like what she did, we all know, and she knows, that it's pure evil. And, and well, no, and, no, she doesn't know that. Yes, she, because yes, she does. this is a case of yes, she you, you do, and and we've we've been through this is that you you have a very black and white way of looking at things. But this I, is also this is, she's there, dealing there, with it. Is it is it is it no is it somehow uh, less evil for her to let her son die? Yes, 
th- this whole thing is evil <laughs> because she 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 took someone without so their everybody will. Everybody should kill their children is what they're saying. He, he shouldn't be, he shouldn't be cured. He, okay, yeah, he right. can't be cured. He and and there's no medical. No, he can't be cured. All right, I just want to say. All right, fine. Well, I, let me just say what I have to say, and then you guys, <laughs> you can guys can say whatever you want. My point is, is you don't take a person uh, without their will and 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 tie them up and and use them for how she used this woman, especially when this woman said, "Let me go," and they wouldn't. That that is kidnapping, and 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 all this other terrible stuff. So she is pure evil. This is not black and white. This is evil. It's 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 black and white because it's evil and it's illegal and it's wrong. It's Christian, it's un Muslim, it's un Hindu, it's I believe I believe in gray humanity. I believe in gray, but I agree with Phil on this one. I understand falling. I do too. I just love getting him spun up like that. Yeah, I know. I I understand falling (laughs) to those depths, and I can see I can see myself falling in that direction very easily. But the fall doesn't matter. I'm still doing something wrong. (laughs) So I can look at what you know serial killers went through to get to the point where they started killing people and comprehend that, but it's still wrong. But yeah, Phil, let me ask you this. Thing. Let me ask you this, though. Can you conceive of the possibility that somebody might be willing to do something they know is wrong in order to benefit their child? Uh, yes, but they're fooling themselves to believe that they're doing something right and good. I don't think she was thinking that. I think she knew she was doing something wrong, but she was doing it anyway because she loves yeah. to help. Okay. All right. Well, but that makes her evil. Right. So I can agree. I could see people doing things for their children, but what she did was evil. Again, we're not, she 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 did did, a loaf of bread. She was willing to sacrifice herself. That's different. You can, you can do whatever you want with yourself. Yeah. But when you I don't know, ring, she was going to sacrifice herself and her own, her own soul in order to save her in an attempt to save her child. And because we live in a world where we have heard of vampires, uh, we are well aware that that what she's she's doing is pointless, uh, that this is not a case of a, she just drinks this little bit more extra blood um, that that all will be good and all will be well, that the kid is screwed. And right. uh, right, right. No right. Way that's not so, the point. so, Phil, I'm point. not arguing against the fact that what she did is wrong, but what I'm saying is that I understand her motivation in doing it. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 that's I, I, why I, I say, like, when you talk I, about I character just being plain despicable, if you can't empathize with that's part of, that's really the horror of this movie, is what she keeps finding herself having to do in an attempt to save her child. And, and she knows what she's doing is wrong. And yet she's doing it anyway. And she I can empathize, further herself into I can a hole empathize and, and find her despicable at the same time. And she fucked right. up. She fucked up her her daughter. But I mean, the daughter to find a woman in, in like that in the basement or wherever would would fuck fuck any child up forever. I don't think she's fucked up. The daughter seemed fine. Yeah, uh, she might man. like it. it could she be almost she solved the whole thing. Did so. So uh, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm with Eric. I can concur and see someone doing it and why they're doing it, and also knowing that what they're doing is wrong. 
And I can see what Mike says, which, um, you know, how the film is, is determining whether or not we should empathize with her or not. But the act itself, no matter the motivation, is so despicable and evil that there's nothing to like about this this woman. And I'm right with Eric, where the only character I like was the daughter. Well, no, I'll, I'll say what I like about it, even though, you know, we all know the folly of children, is that she is willing to do anything for her child. The problem is where that takes her. Mm-hmm. And I think that that takes an admirable trait and turns it into a damnable trait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I concur yeah. with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. But, I, but I, that's why I can't say that she, there's nothing redeemable or nothing likable about her. Well, is because it's, I, well, once you cross a certain line, no matter the motivation, um, th- that that's damning your soul, in my opinion. And and so I I think there is no forgiveness or, or coming back for for what she did. But that's just my opinion, Mike. I mean, if you well, feel she does, that, do, she does end up doing the right thing at the end by killing him. But she should allow that to happen immediately. So, well, and, and, but she also um, is is kind of responsible for the the hell on yeah. earth that that woman went through her last yeah. three or four weeks of her life. That's just disgusting. Was it that long? I don't know how long it was, but you know what I'm talking about. It was a bit of time. It felt like time was. It was yeah. multiple days for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. yeah. To the point where the woman was that disturbed from what happened to her that she killed herself with barbed wire so so it, it's it's pretty she bad. didn't kill herself she, she ran she ran into the barbed wire by accident yeah she didn't do it purposely fair, fair enough fair enough but but <laughs> but again you know i mean she's running for her fucking life you know i mean right. for yeah, yeah. for, for, well, for wait, her mental health for her mental wild. health all right now she was gonna come back she was just getting some cardio it, what yeah, uh, <laughs> she probably didn't have much time left anyway, so she got the quick way out, like you wanted. Well, it's interesting because weirdly enough, this is uh, I've I had this debate recently online um, because this was sort of uh, uh, over the ending to uh, the musical version of Little Shop of Horrors because there was the original theatrical cut, which was a an unhappy ending, and the question of whether or not the character Seymour was deserving of an unhappy ending or a happy ending. And, you know, he's a character who killed people, you know, who was complicit in murdering people. Uh, and it's in a similar idea, right? He just kind of let himself be, he sort of get gradually go deeper and deeper and deeper into uh, a bad place. Uh, and the same kind of thing here. Uh, this is a, this is a slippery slope film. This is a, how far will you go when we've seen films? I, I can't remember the name of the movie. Like, didn't we see one a while ago where there was, um, like they were trying to cover up someone's death, an accidental death. And it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. The more they try to cover it up. I'm sure. We've seen that film. Uh, how was the, Oh no, I, I don't remember. You're talking about that. weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> no, but <laughs> there was a horror film that, that we did on this podcast here. Yeah, I kind of remember doing it with you. Yeah, I what it was like just one of these low-budget films where where it's one of those things where something goes wrong, um, somebody dies, and then they they, they just things kept going wrong as they try to cover up the body. As I would need more than that to name the movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we oh, oh, was that 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 was that a Patreon pick? 
was a couple of years ago. It might have been. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. It was the one with uh, the guy that that Eric does the great voice from Candyland, Candyman, uh, whatever it's called. Uh, not Candyman, uh, the Candy. Candy game. Yeah, that guy, that guy. He started in the <laughs> film. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the one, Mike. And it was like a flashback or something. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the one, yeah. I think. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it was one that we couldn't watch for like years because it wasn't available and then suddenly appeared on Hulu or something. And we and we did the episode. But anyway, um, but continue, Mike. Yeah, so you're saying that this is kind of like that film there where every she keeps on screwing up more and more and more and it just gets worse and worse and worse. When, right. Where, where Barrett's where, point was, he could they could have just left him in the hospital. Anyway, go on. Right. Yeah, I remember there was also it's an old Woody Woodpecker cartoon where things were something oh, yeah. happens and just keeps getting worse and worse. Yeah. And every now and then, this guy steps in from the side and says, "If Woody had only gone to the police, none of this yeah. ever would have happened." <laughs> right. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. And it's the same thing. If if she had just been straight up with the doctor. None of this would have ever happened. But why is she in this position? She's in this position because she's afraid of losing custody of their children. Why is she afraid of losing custody of her children? Because, uh, you know, she, she's she's a substance abuse person. And, right. But, but know, I, I can't believe that would, would go in court because the dog attacked the kid and she saved the kid, but at least thought she saved the kid by bringing him to the hospital. And the daughter was there and saw the whole thing as a witness. So I, I, I can't believe... The problem with family court is not everything makes sense. Yeah. A whole yeah. lot does not make sense in the family court. Yep. Yeah. I, and, I, and and when you are, And when you are simply afraid of something, you don't always make... We, we are very... We, our, our fears can be very irrational. Right. Um, not that I'm saying it's irrational to be afraid of losing your children. But... We can be we can have irrational fears and and we we imagine that scenario. Uh, oh, I think there was the uh, the the story someone you know, the apocryphal story of a person who needs to borrow their neighbor's wrench and so they're walking across and as they're walking across they're coming with all the arguments as to you know how they're going to convince their their neighbor to let them borrow their wrench and by the time they finally get the neighbor's house and knock on the door and the neighbor opens the door and he says, I don't need your fucking wrench anyway. And he turns around and walks away. <laughs> um, right, right, right. So, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So the same, so the thing is she's just making it worse in her mind and people are often afraid to go to others for help because we're afraid of appearing weak. And she has a reason to afraid to appear weak or appear wrong or however you want to describe it because she has been in the past and this is literally you know her future with her kids and this isn't a case of um now i don't from what we saw the dad isn't a bad dad fundamentally you we can no but but it's very clear in the movie that he's also no holds barred when it comes to this divorce yeah Uh, yeah but i also as someone who knows people on the other side custody battles um Makes sense. Especially if that's what you're saying. Yeah, I can understand why, because it, it, depending on what state he's in, like in New York, at least uh, 20 years ago or so, when I had a friend going through this, uh, and I think a lot of the facts were much more on his side. It was just the fact, like, his wife kidnapped their son, but the fact that she kidnapped the son meant that, well, he's more used to being with her, and that was an argument in her, her favor for letting her keep custody of the children. Hmm. So, like I said, it doesn't always make sense. To bring it back to the movie, I I, I think that some of the decisions that the mother makes, and I'm not saying she makes great decisions, but I'm saying that some of the decisions she makes are influenced by the fact 
that this contentious divorce is happening and the, she knows that the husband will use any ammunition he can get against her. Yep. Well, and he even comes in on fire when he finds out about it and is trying to blame her right there. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, yeah, and it's, that's how it is in real life, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Um, and in fairness, she would use anything he did against him, too. Right. Yeah, oh, well, yeah sure. because that's what their Absolutely. lawyers are telling them. It's, it's yeah. a contentious one. So, yeah. Well, well yeah, she did. It's how people are when it comes to the kids. During, during that meeting, she, she immediately started attacking him to, to the point where her lawyer, after after they left, said, yeah, you, you can't do that. Well, because she's already in the shit. She's yeah. she's already got the she's on the bad side already. So she has right. to do the you know, good thing. Right. Ironically, my uh, my friend who went through the custody battle uh, was it twenty years ago now. Um, when he was young, his his mom died when he was six, and uh, I think it was six or seven when from an aneurysm and died very suddenly. And the father got remarried pretty quickly, and he married the nanny. And the basic reason he married the nanny is because he was a uh, a single man in the early seventies, early to mid seventies. And he was afraid of losing custody of the children if he didn't have a wife. Right. You know, yeah. So again, back then, yeah. yeah, it's weird. It's yeah. weird. So it's like, yeah, makes no sense because it's and, like, and, if there's the only parent, well, you would think it would be fine to get, you know, but yeah. And we have to be careful. I want to also make a statement. Um, we have to remember that every, every situation is specific. So anyone who has been through this personally, and I don't. I hope you don't think we're talking about your specific case because your facts are your facts, and your story is your story, and it isn't necessarily the same as what's happening here. And if it is, please let the woman out of the basement. Um, <laughs> so it, it's just you know. So I'm not making a broad statement that oh, the father should always get custody, or the wife should always get custody, or, or or that everybody in these things does things that are that are unreasonable or unwarranted. Um, I'm, I'm saying that's always a terrible thing, and it's a horrible thing to have to go to, and and even though sometimes it's absolutely necessary to, um, but that's that part of the frustrating thing. And they have they have to keep this vague, right? Because I don't think yeah. they want you having clear cut sides in this story. Right. 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 They, well, they well, well you, I, if you look at it, that, funny, happy days. If you know that this this film is intentionally. Uh, setting up things intentionally the way it does. I mean, it's intentional that the mother's a nurse because if they didn't have her as a medical professional, we wouldn't have got the whole scenes with the blood in the, at the at the um, hospital. We, we it's intentional for us to uh, not necessarily uh, be on the side of the, the ex-husband right away because again, you know, we're, we're following her story. It's intentional uh, that the the woman that uh, she holds in 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 the abandoned barn as a slave for blood um, is old and doesn't have any family and is someone that um, quote unquote wish, wishes to die because of a terminally illness exactly that it's and it, it's intentional that she's an ex drug addict uh, because if she wasn't or, or some other issue from her past um, she, it wouldn't be an issue to about losing the kids or not. So the, the whole film set up perfectly for all these things to happen as they do. And, um, you know, it is what it is. It's, it's, it's what we got and, and we have to go through it, look at it that way. And so obviously the, 
the, the divorce stuff that you're talking about, Mike, um, we're only looking through at based off of how it was intentionally written by the screenwriters, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and all this her decisions. A, like I said, this is like, this is a, this is really a, like the trolley problem in, in, uh, moral philosophy, um, which is, yeah, the, do you run them over or you, you or you stop the, the trolley or whatever? Yeah. No, that's, that's, that is unfortunately not one of the options. So it's, it's a matter of like, you have people, and then, then the, it, it varies. You have people, you have a trolley that's out of control and you are at the switch. And if you throw <sighs> the switch, one group of people dies. If you don't throw the switch, a different group of people dies. And what do you do? And, yeah. and, and there's all and there's all sorts of things, and you can get into different scenarios as to, um, like, well, you know, who 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 exactly is it, you know, that's on the tracks, you know, if it's ten people on one track, but it's your your child that's on the other track, you know, well, it's what if you know, it's sort of like the the bomb scenario in the Dark Knight, right? Where do you blow up the the, the so-called innocent civilians, or do you blow up the uh, the prisoners, right? Um, well, but but this one this one's even even more uh, disturbing because again it's 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 kidnapping and being held uh, without without your permission too. So, right, but it's setting it up in such a way, like so that that realistically is almost never going. It's just way too convenient, and it's that. Right, well, right. What if that person on the other end on the trolley tracks has no loved ones, is going to die from cancer anyway? Would right. you would you throw the switch then? Right? right, and that's 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 what this is. So this is this is a would you do this in this circumstance or or, or right. but but when, at when least it's divide, when is it not? But at least that is that is uh, immediate death when you get hit by the trolley here. It's it's almost like living hell, a, a torture, and and also as Barrett mentioned, uh, there was no hope for the kid anyway. Not that she knew that, but I mean, I want to back it, you up a step on that torture comment, Phil. She wasn't torturing her; she was just taking blood. Yes, that's kind of that's kind of it depends on your definition you, of torture. Yeah, if you don't yeah. want it taken, that could be considered torture. No, I'm just saying it's not putting spikes under your fingernails. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it's also yeah. it's I mean, a degree. It's, it, it's at the very least mental anxiety, mental anguish. Oh, absolutely. True. Yeah. 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 So it is And it, I think it's fair to say she was suffering while she was there. Right, right. She wasn't getting the the Right, exactly. If she was gonna be in hospice, that's not hospice, that's hell. You know. I mean and I think it's fair to say if you're, if you're in the position where you're debating whether or not it technically fits the fits the definition of torture, you might want to rethink what you're doing. Right, right. That's true too. Yeah. Um, but but you guys uh, go on different vacations than I do. There you go. <laughs> uh, um, but um, well, I need to be very clear about what your torture is. <laughs> uh, but but yeah yeah. The, 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 My safe word I, is pancakes. I, I mean, just everything is bizarre because if the kid's drinking blood and having all the, I mean, it's and then drinking her blood and, and all this stuff, again, obviously she, she has behavioral health issues cause she's definitely not thinking like an, uh, a sane human being, but I mean, j- just all the things she does is, is just insane. Right. I mean, I mean, again, we know it's vampires, right? We're assuming based off of her not saying vampire once in the film or any, they don't know vampires don't exist in literature in this film. So everything she's doing is just insane. And and 
and she knows it. She has to know it, unless she's just insane herself. And and I don't know. I, don't, I mean, it's just weird. Oh, she knows it. That's why she's not telling anybody. Right. 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 Thank, you. Thank you for answering. I will say uh, one of my favorite moments in this movie um, is when the kid looked at his mom, and at this point he was kind of he had started to get the glowy eyes. He he looks at his mom and just says, "Mom, I like it when it's warm." Yeah, all that. Was <laughs> I was just like, oh, "Okay, that was creepy." <laughs> right, right, yeah, because yeah, it's not animal blood don't doesn't work, and the blood tastes better when it's warm. And and, it, and the thing too, another weird thing was when he's talking to his sister, when she finds out that he's a blood drinker, hmm. he, he says it's like. Uh, tastes like metal and that that like, like sucking on a penny mm-hmm. and, and i mean he does it's not like he and he made it sound like he doesn't even like tasting it and yet he mm-hmm. wants it you know it's so just it was, compulsion yeah 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 well, I, and, I, and i will say like, um addiction I, I may or may not have at one point um yelled at my television eat the baby um but i was by <laughs> myself so who can say if that actually happened or not eat the baby he ate the baby. <laughs> he was thinking about it. He was thinking about it. He was thinking but about it. That's the truth. Again, this is, I think, this is why, it, to me, it would have been better if they acknowledged it was vampirism. Um, but that's what the mom is afraid of. I mean, not specifically that he's going to eat the baby, but right. he's going to do things that are horrible to feed this this thing he craves. And so she's doing it herself. Um, right, 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 right. When, when she well, and notices, she's serving right in that regard when he yeah, yeah. down a woman, right? Yeah, exactly. Never mind almost killing herself because she's becoming anemic, losing all her blood, so she has to even stop doing it. If she could just keep on feeding the kid with her own blood, it wouldn't it wouldn't be a big deal. But she can't even do that. Well, it's a big deal because it's just weird. But at least she wouldn't uh, have other people involved. But when she can't even do that... She she's she yeah she knows that the kids kids gonna be going after mm-hmm. people you know he's becoming feral. Well, and that's why ultimately at the end of the movie, when the son starts going after the daughter, um, she makes the decision. She's like, okay, there's there's no coming back from this, and and he's a danger to even people he cares about now. So time to end this. Right, right, yeah, yeah. I mean, so she actually turns out to kill to kill him mm. well you then that, that's the time where you where you, you, you call she, up the father on the phone and say hey how about this i get custody of the daughter you get custody of this one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um but but that that's the funny thing is is that you bring that up like not only does she have to kill her son but then she loses custody anyway of the daughter you know, and and the funny thing is, is that I uh, I don't know Barrett if you actually did finally see the credit sequence because yeah, yeah. Um, it's going to all happen all over again because the do- in the cre- post credit sequence the, the she gets a new dog and she's playing with the dog out in the backyard and the dog looks into the um, the wheat and here's the same thing the other dog. And, you know, and it cuts as if the dog's going to go into the, you know, into the wheat and probably the same thing's going to happen all over again. Oh, I I didn't watch it that long. Yeah. Yeah. So it's nihilistic. So it is nihilistic in a sense, because Mm 
It's gonna so apparently again. burning the tree didn't help. No, it didn't. Mm, all right. The tree wasn't the the source. Something else is. It's it's probably the land. I would think it's just the land, maybe. I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, because we don't get any information, uh, Eric. Yeah. They don't tell It'll us. be the sequel. Yeah. Mike, did you see the, the stat uh, credit sequence? No, I did not. Yeah, yeah. so so check I'm, that out. I'm done with post-credit sequences. Fuck you. Oh, yeah. If you want yeah. me to see something, put it in the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 half the time, especially if it's just a mediocre movie at the theaters, I just say, fuck this, I'm out of here. Right. Unless my, unless my daughter, my two daughters say, we have to see the if there's a scene. No, if, if, there's, if there's a movie over two hours long, fuck you. I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> right, right, right. I've gone to the bathroom and come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can sometimes because <clears throat> credits run for seven minutes. Uh, but yeah, so uh, yeah, so that was an interesting uh, post-credit sequence uh, or mid-credit sequence. I don't like it. Yeah. Well, I, I, I thought at least we're showing the tree burning. We got some kind of closure. Yeah. Um, I so did like the moment at the end of the movie when, after um, the mother loses custody. Uh, when the daughter's saying goodbye, she stops and turns around and gives her a, another hug and, and, and tells her she did the right thing. Um, I thought that was a nice moment. All right. What What is she meaning? Is she meaning the right thing? Killing meaning? the son. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was 100%. Yeah. 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 She just, yeah. Everything else she did was, was stupid. But but yeah, killing the son, you had to do it. Yeah. Don't don't feel guilty by killing the son. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he he was done. I mean, it's 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 like a, a virus. You, he you wasn't her son anymore. No, no, he he became a deadite basically. He, he was gone. Or yeah, only we had a word for the thing he was becoming. No, no word. Kind, kind of, sort of vampire. Kind of, sort of vampire. Never heard Something. of it. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> uh, uh, it was a werewolf. I'm telling you, Mike's right. It's a werewolf. There. Wolf. No, I just and 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 I I just don't think Mike and I are ever going to agree on this. But I like my, I like I'm a sucker for an origin story. I like my myths. I like my lore, and I would have liked gotten that on whatever the hell was going here. I, uh, I like an origin same. story, but this isn't you know this isn't a, a superhero character. This isn't a a villain we're ever going to see again. It's it's a vampirism story. Um, so, but, no, I don't know. The point is, if you're not going to go with your traditional vampiric lore, uh, you know. What was uh, out in the in sunlight, stake through the heart, what, then give me some new lore. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, right. And what was what was the evil in that dried up lake, right? I mean, that, that would have been interesting. I think that story would have been more interesting than the story we got. Right. You know, that's why the hole in the ground was a more interesting story than this one, because it was kind of the same idea. Or, or, or if you want signs, for that matter, from M. Night Shyamalan. They, by, they, by the way, I think that movie with Ted Levine was called Dig Two Graves. Dig Two Graves. Yes, yes, that's the one. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Um, uh, so, so yeah, so I, I, well, I, I mean, would have liked... Oh, it's going to be an ancient evil. The Native Americans cursed this land. That's it's, cool. It's Tell not, me that fucking story. My point is I've seen it, it before. Or aunt was a Satanist, or or it was the great old ones, or something. Seen you know, it before. I, I I but I'm with Eric. I like I like the original story. I like the some of the, the yeah, cool. I, stuff. Too, I, I would have liked that story better than. Her if we've seen it before, then tell me what the fuck was happening, Mike. That's a fair point. If it's so I obvious to you. you, 
Take your pick. No, it's not take your pick. It has to be something. Explain it to me. You said it's well, vampire. Why, why is it okay to them to not do it in Tremors? That's a different movie. A much better one. It's a much better entertaining. <laughs> That's a classic. This one won't be remembered. But honestly, Mike, my, my uh, Eric has a point, which is you know tell him the, the movie. But my point is is that what we got was just a, a, a another spin on an old trope versus what they could have done with that thing in the middle of the the. You know, it was really kind of um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, oh, derivative. Right, right, exactly. It's very derivative versus the coolness that could have happened had they made it like her aunt was a Satanist that made that land evil or or some like you said the McMack Indians did it or something. Uh, I would have been I would have been more into that. I would have liked that story better. Yeah. But this is me. So anyway, Mike's never going to agree with us. Because uh, I don't think that's what the story is about. The story is not about what this creature is or where it comes from. It's about, the the it's not even about the son. It's about the mom. It's about what the mom does, and the origin thing is going to affect what the mom does. Okay. The origin would have been Bar- a more interesting story. Bar- it Bar- could, have, it could have affected it. Like if she learned something about the origin, she might have been able to do things differently or whatever. No, Only if the writers decided they wanted to let her off the hook. No, I, it could have been like she didn't understand it well enough, and it still kept getting worse. They, but, they could have had something at the end. It could have been like the last ten minutes. She figures out what. Oh my god! It's, they were and then she and then she ends up um, in the mental hospital, uh, yelling about you got to do this, such and such. Better than nobody her, and then there's more vampires. Also, also, you know, you know, it is weird that post credit scene or mid credit scene after what happened. I don't. I would have moved. <laughs> right. I probably couldn't afford to in that house. Very good point. That house yeah, wouldn't sell. They, she already talked about that, and yeah, but, but you, you don't stay. Yeah, but but you can't stay there. I mean, if, if you're if you're on the property with the evil tree that turned your son into a fucking vampire, you get the fuck out of there. Oh, I agree with you. <laughs> that's, that's my point, Barrett. Even if you can't afford it, you just get the hell she out. She already turned evil. Maybe she liked it there. Maybe she was you, you feeding right. people to it. Maybe, maybe. Oh, that would have been a better ending. Yeah, I would, I'm right there with you, Barrett. I, I like that. See, that's a bit more interesting story. She's like, maybe she wanted to feed the nanny to it. Right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, that would have hey, been cool. Or maybe right. as the dog is staring into the reeds, uh, it all of a sudden turns around and we see the glowy eyes on the daughter and it bites the dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's more. That's interesting too. I like it. Yeah, but but yeah, I mean, I I don't. It was just the post credit scene where she decides to stay. It was like, yeah, I I I, I don't. Know. I and, and, I didn't see it, so it doesn't exist for me. Yeah, well, and, and it really it went crazy if he'd have eaten the baby. I I I'm with Eric. I think that would have been. <laughs> but, but, Eat the baby. <laughs> even even if you burn the tree down, it's it's like, do you do you? We've seen so many movies that does it really get rid of the evil? Of course not. It's it's poison land. I don't think that you're a horror movie person. <laughs> you're, probably, you're probably right, but 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 I would be enough. That's like okay, there's something weird going on, and even if she didn't believe it was supernatural, there's some sort of virus on on, on my property. I get I don't want to get none of that shit. Right, she's medical at least, right? She should think right. that there's some it could virus. Be a, 
Right. What happens if a gopher comes running out and attacks her or something? What if it's in the water, right? Right, in the water. Or you breathe it. Who knows? Right? We don't know what happened to the dog. How did the dog be on well water? How did the dog get infected? We don't know if the dog got infected because a creature bit him, whether he ate a piece of the whether he just braved the air. We don't know. The dog got infected. I would have been out of there. I'm saying I'm gone. It's airborne. Yeah, Yeah. you don't know. Water, airborne. Uh, it could just if you have a little cut on your finger, you just touch the dirt, you get it. I mean, a goat, like I said, a gopher could come be running out after you. The, the, you know, it, I thought you were gonna say it, a goat. It, no, it's better. Here's a good one. It's got long teeth. It's <laughs> it's it's big. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's killer rabbit. You know, so I mean, who knows? I wouldn't be out of there. I just, I just, and and then she knows it has to be something weird, supernatural, whatever, right? Because why else would she burn the tree? She, you know, she heard. They supposedly heard whispers. I don't know. I, I, I'll be gone. I'm, I'm going. It's like, it's like, it's like uh, that guy that that got punched or slapped by uh, Will Smith. What's that guy's name? That the comedian. Chris, Chris Rock. Rock. Chris Rock. He, it wasn't he the one that said said all oh, the white people are stupid because they don't leave the haunted house. Or was it Eddie Murphy that said it? <laughs> Somebody. It was it, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, it was Eddie Murphy. It's like it's like. Why would you stay? You know, he says the black folk are smart because they get the hell out of there while the white people are stupid. Because they'd be walking, oh, honey, this is such a nice place, such a nice house. Get out. All right, well, we're out of here. Bye. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, according to horror movies, moving is a bad idea. You should never move. It's it's already haunted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we found out Insidious, it's it's, her son was haunted, not the house. And then Uh, Sinister. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was... Oh, yeah, it followed him. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go, there you go. Never move. Yeah, yeah. Well, well end let's up- be honest. Every haunted house movie starts the same way, which somebody moves into the haunted house. Exactly. <laughs> not only does moving not fix the problem, it just creates the problem in the first place. Right. If you just stayed in your shithole apartment... Right. <laughs> yeah, you would have run out of space for your stuff. Going back to George Carlin now, but uh, you wouldn't be fighting you wouldn't be demons dead. That, yeah. or, or the, the ghosts of people who had their body moved because of real estate development deals. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. So, so that was that was a weird and like you said, Eric, it doesn't exist. I didn't see it, but I did see it. It's like what a stupid woman. I would be out of there. God. Anyway. Uh, I would. I will say if I can go back to the baby. Uh, we, we were going to say this, and we got sidetracked. I actually think the story would have been really interesting had the kid killed the baby or killed the, someone, which would have given the mother a real problem for the moral culpability. Because before she's trying to save her kid from to stop him from doing that, and then suddenly now she's kind of responsible for is actually killing someone. Right. And he never, right. never, we never got to that point. Right. Well, if if he did it in front of the father, then the father would see. Yeah, you're right. There's something fishy going on. Well, the father has to be that sort of, you know, uh, sitcom-y thing where he can never actually see, no matter how implausible it is, what's going on, because then then it sort of kind of could let the mother off the hook, mm-hmm. and so that could never possibly happen. Right. 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 I also thought yeah. it was interesting that the daughter was helping the son uh, when they were visiting dad. 
I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, though, you know, it's maybe it would have been good for the daughter to tell the, the father what was going on because then all that crap wouldn't have happened. But I don't know. I, I get not wanting to, though. Yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah. 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 That's true. That's true. Uh, so anything else anybody want to bring up about this movie plot that are on your list that we, we haven't brought up yet? Anything? I'm good. Good. All right. Yeah, same here. Mike? I'm fine. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. So uh, that was Blood, uh, directed by Brad Anderson, uh, starring Michelle oh, I, I saw this. One, one thing. Yes. I, I'm sorry. I did forget this. Um, I still think the best vampire thing ever done for me, where the vampires were creepy and remain creepy, uh, is uh, Toby Hooper's Salem's Lot. Yeah, I knew you were going to go there. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I've always loved about it were the eyes. Yep, absolutely. And they they use the eyes here. Yep. Uh, using that 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 sheen, and they also did it in uh, uh, Midnight Mass on mm-hmm. Netflix. Mm-hmm. And uh, keep doing that. Keep keep doing that. That works so much better than just giving people pointy teeth. I prefer. Yeah, that's good. All right. Sounds good, Mike. Um, all right. So uh, before we give our final thoughts on this here, we, you know, we, we have some time. We can talk about uh, what we've been watching or whatever. Um, and uh, since I usually don't have much, uh, I'll start. Um, so uh, I've been playing Dead Island 2. Uh, it's a new horror video game that came out uh, about two weeks ago on uh, all uh, of the, the consoles and stuff. And I think PC as well. And it's a sequel to Dead Island 1, which came out like in 2013. So this is like a development hell uh, game. And not uh, truly in, in the sense because it's a, it's a brand new game that, that was made fairly quickly. But it was uh, created and dropped by – they fired the, the, the programming company. And then they brought in another one and they fired another programming company. And so each time they, they redid it from the ground up. And so this is not like – 12 year of of one game that's crappy it's it's a, it's a game that just took 12 years to or third 10 years to to get out and it was only like three years that it really was was developed these last three years and um so uh the question is is it any good and um yeah so i i played it and i i, I actually finished it uh a day or two ago um and i was kind of disappointed that it it was over because the game is freaking great. Um, it's a really good game. Um, I think you would like it a lot, Mike, because you you like zombie stuff. But but generally, it's 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 uh, pays tribute to the original. If anybody's played the original, but it's exciting. The the world is awesome. It's uh, L A, which they call Hell A because of the zombie takeover. And um, so you there's you know Beverly Hills and there's uh, Venice Beach, and there's all these Bel Air. Uh, so you you go through mansion to mansion, uh, up and down hills, uh, because you know a lot of these mansions, uh, as we've seen in, in numerous films, are on the um, the side of uh, hills. You know Beverly Hills, whatever. And so um, it's cool. You go through uh, room to room. Um, there's like ten different maps. So Bel Air's is one map, Venice Beach is another, uh, and so on and so forth. Oh, the, there's uh, whatever the the boardwalk uh, amusement park uh, that um, 
uh, that that uh, vampire film uh, that 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 uh, with all the all the kids in it. What's what's that film called? Lost Boys. Uh, yeah, Lost Boys. That wherever they film that, that there's that city is one of the maps, and um, so you it, so it's, you have these these. Uh, you, you switch from map to map and you can go fast. Eventually you can do fast travel and stuff too, but um, it's kind of cool because uh, each map is humongous and you can do so much in all the maps and they have enough side adventures that you can do while you're doing the main adventure. Um, and uh, it has a lot of awesome weapons and, and a lot of cool different zombies. Well, you, you said you finished it relatively quickly. Does it lend itself to uh, replay? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah. You get you can play up to six characters, uh, and I played as the the Asian. Yeah. The, well, there's three hot chicks, but or two hot chicks, and I, I chose one of the two. I did the the Asian hot chick that. Um, uh, is has one leg missing, so she's like one of those, but she's a kind of sort of a, a not Olympian, but disabled track type she lives person. A little bit. No, she got one of those springy <laughs> things like that South African guy <laughs> had. <was> horrible, Mike. <laughs> and, and uh, but but that's her character. Uh, so I played her, and then my d- youngest daughter started as as the punk uh chick who works at a clothing store. The Irish, this Irish chick that works at a clothing store, uh, that looks like a punk with tattoos and purple hair and all that. Um, and so I completed it with the Asian chicken. And after reading it, she was actually one of the harder ones to complete with like the fourth out of the six. Um, and the punk girl is, is the second best easiest to complete it with. I, I heard. Um, but, um, yeah, so I completed it with like one of the harder ones to complete with, uh, it's 30 hours of game play. So, so it's, it's quick, but not that quick. Mm-hmm. And, and there's enough to explore that you can, you can drag it on for, you know, another 30 hours if you, if you want to just explore around, uh, oh. as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a high recommend. Um, I, w- I would get it right now. Obviously it's, it's, it's expensive. And if you buy it, I bought the expensive version because then you, there's all this down, there's more downloads that are going to come within the next year. Um, that, that you get, you know, like when you buy Doom, you get like two new levels um, if you buy if you buy the whole package and and stuff. And, and as Mike knows with Fallout 4, if you buy the um, the whole package, you get like five or six other things that you can do too, like Bar Harbor and stuff. So so it's uh, I'm hoping that this will be well worth it with all the new stuff coming with it later. But I highly recommend. Uh, great game. Uh, I was... Worried I wasn't going to enjoy it, but then, yeah, it became really addicting, and, and it was really, really good. Um, so that's all I got, except I saw, I've been watching a couple of uh, older films that I've, I've watched. We watched Godfather and The Godfather 2 and a couple other films, uh, you know, th- things that – oh, I rewatched uh, Goodfellas and um, The Departed. And stuff. So, oh, good uh, lord, Sexy Beast sent you off the uh, gangster deep end, huh? Yeah, yeah. All the movies that I used to love as, as, as a, a young lad in, in my 20s and, and teens. So, yeah, yeah. Well, it's time to put those childish things behind you. Yeah, well, I, I hadn't seen him for a while, and so it was, it's, it's good to re see him. Yeah, so. Oh, and I, I watched uh, Dirty Harry again, and uh, that was a good one. And Oh, and uh, Sudden Impact. That was a good one, too. So, yeah, a lot, a lot of good films. A lot of good films. But, but uh, kind of. Uh, side adjacent to dark discussion stuff. Uh, so that's all I got. So uh, let's go with you, Eric. What do you got? Um, I did a couple of rewatches myself. Um, 
I had not watched Chronicle since it originally came out. Um, so I decided to revisit that. Um, it holds up pretty well. I, I enjoy that movie. Um, I also, <laughs> so I was texting you about this. Um, I rewatched a movie called contracted from 2015. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I made my friend Dan, Dan watch it with me. <laughs> Boy, that was entertaining on a whole other level. Cause he was, <laughs> I like that movie. He, he was averting his eyes for half of the movie. He could not handle it. It was pretty hilarious. Um, and so uh, watching it again, I kind of understand what you were saying about it. Uh, it's a similar complaint to what we we're just talking about with blood, uh, which is that really none of the characters in the movie are very likable at all. Um, but uh, did Dan like it? Uh, I like the movie. Uh, did Dan like it? Characters. Did Dan like it though? The movie? He, no. <laughs> no, he, he's not a fan. I, I traumatized him with that one. Um, <laughs> there's a uh, there's a sex scene that happens towards the end of the movie, and he was just <laughs> wildly squirming in his seat, going, "No, no, no, no! There's odors. There's warning odors." That, that actually actually is a fair. Sounds point. like he's been there yeah. before. <laughs> well, I mean, this is a thing he's personally like experienced. Well, well, I think I think some of us may have all experienced that, Mike. So, <laughs> so I had a great time rewatching that movie, but half of it was just because of Dan's reactions. Uh, but I still think it's a pretty solid movie. Um, and then I watched a movie I'd not seen before from back in 1971. It's an English movie called The Blood on Satan's Claw. Oh, I heard about that one. And it's an interesting movie because it came out in 1971. So the special effects aren't great. Uh, They cut away from just about everything interesting. Um, There's also um, I never I never followed up on this to see how old the actress was when she filmed this. Uh, but there's full frontal nudity of a female who, at least in the movie, is supposed to be a teen. Um, so that was a little creepy. Uh, but uh, this movie's got some solid bones. Like, the actual underlying story is pretty solid. Um, I I would be really interested to see a remake of The Blood on Satan's Claw. I think it could be really good. Um, so I think I think it's a, it's a solid story that suffered because of the time in which it was produced. Um, yeah, so that's what I've been watching. So, uh, what made you see that? Was it on Shutter or something, or do you have? The yeah, guess? it is on Shutter. Though, well, they they had a full core uh, run at one point, and this was one of the movies that popped up there. Oh, oh, oh okay. So, so, what what is the show that they were they pop that pops up again up with it? Um, there was no. They had a. I think it's a Shutter original documentary about full core. It's like three hours long. I forget what's, what the what, title of it is. Uh, what's full, what's full came core? out with that? They 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 put a bunch of older folk horror movies on the service. Oh, the folk, film. folk, folk. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry. Okay, that's kind of cool. And and is it worth an episode? You think? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's different. It's, it's pretty old. It's 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 not original. Um, the derivative. <laughs> sorry, Barrett. <laughs> I have oh, one thing to say I think to you. because of because of how old it is, it's actually not derivative. Um, 
Yeah, but there's not a there's not a whole lot to talk about there. Fair enough. But, but it's, 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 it's yeah, worth a watch yeah. if you got Shutter. Yeah, I think I have the Blu-ray to be honest. Yeah. I haven't watched it though. And it's like like many older movies, like many seventies movies, it's pretty deliberately paced for most of the movie and then kinda of goes bonkers at the end. And then ends abruptly. <laughs> That's how they did it in the seventies. True. All right. Uh anything else, Eric? That's it. All right, sounds good. All right, Barrett, what about you? You got any news or things you've been watching or playing or reading? Uh, so I started the new Zelda game. Um, I have no idea what I'm doing in it. Um, I'm, I'm constantly looking for secret stuff because I feel like there's got to be stuff hidden everywhere. So I'm wasting a lot of time. I haven't gotten very far. Um, and then I just finished reading uh, Grilling Jeffrey Dahmer. And uh, he's kind of a derivative serial killer, but <laughs> he does have some flashes of insight, you know, like wearing people's skin and stuff like that. Things I just didn't know the extent of what he did. So it was a pretty interesting book to read. It was all basically his confessions with the um, cop that he first started being interrogated by. So it was pretty, pretty good read. Um, well worth reading if you don't know the details, the in-depth details of his crimes. And then, and then don't forget the follow-up, which is Grilling with Jeffrey Dahmer, which is... Yeah, <laughs> yeah I thought the title was pretty funny, but... Uh, now, what I, I've, I've seen a few interviews with uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, and one of the more interesting things, I think, um, about his take on everything is that he's just as confused as, to every, as everybody else as to why he's compelled to do the things he did. Yeah, and he confessed unlike most serial killers he confessed everything and told mm-hmm. him everything so that's pretty rare as well yeah yeah and and, and uh i know mike um and i've talked about it a number of times but uh um no matter the horrible things and the horrible human being that he was i i, I feel that his death um in the prison system is a, a huge uh red flag of our uh prison and, and justice system. Uh, there was no reason he, he should have what been in What are you talking about? Which... The whole thing's running perfectly. Well, <laughs> I, I, no, I'm not disagreeing. I agree, I agree with you, Phil. <laughs> yeah, I'm not disagreeing if he got he was arrested and tried and, and was found guilty for the death penalty, whether you not you agree with the death penalty or not. If that's what happens, that's what happens. But he wasn't uh, uh, got the death. He didn't get the death penalty. So when he went into prison, um, yeah, he, he, he should have just been in prison for life and and that's it um, well and i think we could have learned more from him in trying to understand why these things happen to certain people um yeah it's true we're, we're such a fucking denied case. that now i don't know how much we could have learned from something that's just that bizarre i could yeah. be wrong i mean i'd be but yeah it there's something to be said there. I like. I'm not going to shed a tear for him. Um, yeah, me neither. But there, there, there's, but there's also like Phil said. There's a, you know, you you got a job to do. Fucking right, do. right. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, yeah. I, I'm not a fan of uh, whether it's vigilante justice, prison justice, what have you. Um, anyhow. Yeah. That's a whole other topic that Indeed. nobody ever has a disagreement about. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, what, what else, Barrett? You got anything else you wanted to bring up? That's pretty much it. 
All right. Sounds good. So, uh, Mike, uh, you got any uh, news or uh, books, video games, or movies that you think would interest our listeners? I forget. We've we've done um, – when was the last time we did this? Did I mention seeing uh, Renfield? Uh, you may, yes. but, but but you can say it again because each episode is yeah, a little so I different. Did Renfield. It's on it's on demand now. It's a fun watch. It's not. Um, it's an episode, Mike. It's I don't know if it's an episode. It's not a brilliant film, but it's a fun film. I learned today that apparently uh, Nicholas Cage actually shaved his teeth so that he could fit the um, what the dentures better in his mouth. Because he's always just wanted to play Dracula, so he's willing to actually shave his actual freaking teeth. That's insane. Um, yeah, for real. Yeah, that's, that's a little crazy. Insane. What a fucking nut that job. Is a little Punch him in the face. Yeah. Um, so Guardians of the Galaxy three liked it a lot, uh, but it is definitely a uh, a warning flag to anyone who uh, has trouble with um, uh, with animals because it's the villain does animal experimentation and. Uh, yeah, and people were upset, and you know, it's like, well, yeah, it was the villain doing it, so yes, that's the point. You were supposed to be upset with that, so there, that is a, a trigger warning thing. But it could, it could affect little kids, I guess, right? And a lot of little kids would want to see that film. Never mind adults, that would be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, um, other than that, I uh, been we've been catching up on. Oh, I, I caught uh, Cabinets of Curiosity, which is the uh, Del Toro produced anthology series on netflix i thought it was good um i mean i some episodes are better than others because it's an anthology series but i think i've seen enough bad anthology series i i this one i, I much more enjoyed than i didn't um yeah i've heard similar what you said mike kind of mixed so, okay, it's okay nothing horrendous it's, yeah, it's, it's eight episodes they're about an hour each uh so i think it's worth a watch there's some good actors in it um uh, there's, there's certainly, the, and I still, will say visually because I get some good directors too. Visually, it's, it's pretty nice for, especially for a TV series. So I, I would definitely give that a recommend. Uh, I've been catching up on uh, Cobra Kai. We were about two seasons out of date on that, and so we're trying to catch up on that one. And I still enjoy the show. Uh, I, I'm amazed it is as, as good as it is. Um, That's some solid entertainment. Yeah, I, I think the um, we just started season five. And it's going, it's a little too, the villain is now a more, too mustache twirly. I haven't gotten uh, that far. I, I okay. heard, I heard uh, it's one Two of the seasons shows. Were pretty solid. I heard it's one of the the shows that is affected by the, the writer strike too. Oh, probably. Well, any of them is going to be at this point, yeah. but yeah, it doesn't shock me. Uh, and one of the things I like about the show is really that it, it does moral ambiguity fairly well because, you know, a lot of it, well, yeah, it's a continuation of Karate Kid. So much of the focus is on the is is the the children of these characters and their friends, and you know the kid who it's not always black and white as to who's the bully and who's being bullied. Um, and you do say, and yeah, there are times when yes, it's absolutely this person is the right person's in the wrong, but the, it's not always the same person in the right. And the the the, the character is in the right in one episode, maybe the one that's in the wrong in the next one. And so given the, the very simplistic morality tale of the original story, uh, it's kind of interesting that this has turned into a relatively surprisingly nuanced uh, uh, look at, at who people are and why they do the things they do. Uh, so I, you know, it's, it's, an, it's, an, I'd still recommend it, uh, especially if you were a fan of the original film, but even if you've never seen the original film, it still stands up on its own. You can pick it up pretty easily. 
Uh, and other than that, I uh, about two weeks ago, I finally picked up a, a Nintendo Switch, the uh, OLED, and I've just been playing Mario Odyssey because I haven't played a Mario game since Galaxy 2. Um, I had sat out the, the Wii U, so I haven't really done a Nintendo system since uh, since the Wii. And uh, is, is the Switch the thing you, you, a handhold thing? Handheld. Uh, yes and no. It's both. Okay. It's okay. a hybrid system. Um, yep. That's the and, switching. Yeah, it's yeah. the switch. Yeah. And and I got to say, it's uh, it's it's remarkable to me. Like I get people are like, "Ooh, look at the graphics of the latest." Uh, and you know, I have uh, my Xbox. Look at the graphics on the latest Xbox system or the graphics on the latest PlayStation Five game. And we're at a point now, I remember when, like, you go from, from the N- Nintendo to Super Nintendo, from PlayStation to PlayStation 2, there were noticeable, obvious differences. Um, and here, that just, eh, you know, it's, it's, the graphics have gotten so good that the upgrades in, in appearance are really very, very marginal and very minor aesthetically. Um, and it's, we're getting to the point where I'm not even sure what benefit there's going to be long term to paying for these more and more powerful systems. Um, I've been thinking that for a while. Yeah. So yeah, I, I just, yes, if up. I pause the game and I look, yeah, I can see, Oh, look, there's more shadows, more reflections, more ray tracing, whatever. But I'm, I'm playing the game. I'm playing the game. I'm immersed in that. Uh, and not, a, not immersed in looking for the details. I, I'm sure there's tech people that, you know, know this really, really well. I know it's like the back of their hand and they'll, they'll spot things that I never will. Um, graphics don't make it right I'll, I'll i'll still play the shit out of pitfall if there was a system that would do it right yeah yeah that was a good game and i and one of the things i like about the switch even though i really am not using it portably is that you have a huge library of quote-unquote free games if you sign up for their it's a 20 dollar a year subscription service of nes super nintendo um uh the nintendo 64 games sega is it master system genesis one of them. So a huge library of old games that if you wanted to play, you could spend hundreds of hours just playing those. Right. So that's I'm good. obviously advocating for a system that's been around for six or seven years at this point. Uh, but I'm just saying I've, I've enjoyed the game. I've, I've had fun with it. I've always liked the games. Uh, it's the first time I've had to play one in years, and I'm enjoying the hell out of it. I just know I'm dated. And by the way, Barrett, I have picked up uh, the new Zelda game. I actually got the Zelda, the, the uh, Tears of the Kingdom edition of the OLED Switch. Um, but uh, I'm not going to get to that until I, I still have to do Breath of the Wild. I've got a whole lot to do before then. But yeah, I haven't done Breath enjoying, of the Wild. I was thinking about getting that as well. Uh, I'm very much enjoying the system and looking forward to get, going back into this because, like I said, I've been, I was always a uh, Nintendo guy and it just uh, haven't really had a chance to play the games in uh in, in a long long time so i'm looking forward yep. to catching up on everything i've missed indeed indeed all right uh anything else mike no i think that's it all right um all right so i guess we can give our final thoughts on this film here but before we do uh eric you actually do another podcast with your buddy dan I do. It's a general interest podcast called the Scancy Podcast. That's spelled A S K A N C I T Y. You can find it wherever you get podcasts. All right. And uh, 
Barrett, myself, you, and uh, random groups of co-hosts uh, do another podcast. Uh, we got a big month coming up next month uh, with uh, some superhero stuff and some LGBTQ films that we're month we're we're, we're doing. What, what's that all about? Yeah, Halloween boutique psychotronic reviews. Yeah, with, uh, the month of June is LGBTQ month. We'll be watching a movie a week, and um, usually put them out the same week that we do it. Um, we are, we're also going to be doing the Suicide Squad as well as Peacemaker show. Um, two episodes, one for the movie and then one for the show. Uh, so we have a lot going on with that next month. Indeed, and. Uh... Mike, myself, you, and Eric are doing a side podcast that uh, we're actually recording uh, this coming Monday, the 21st of May. I mean, yeah, the 22nd uh, of May. 22nd of May. Yeah, that is reportedly Cinema a la carte, uh, where we record each week, pick a film. And uh, in this case, we're recording a film that uh, you have chosen. The last one we did was one of my picks, and that was the 1973 disaster film, uh, Sign Adventure, which will be coming out eventually, I am sure. Uh, and then after that, uh, Eric's going to pick a film, probably something starring Nick Cage, if I had to guess. Um, <laughs> guess again. Or Ted Raimi. Ted Raimi. And yeah, it's basically where we cover films that are not necessarily dark discussion material. As to what film it is that uh, Phil wants us to watch, uh, we'll have to stay tuned and find out. Whatever Eric picks will be derivative. <laughs> oh, almost certainly. Uh, Anyway, um, and also uh, myself, Barrett, Mike, and uh, uh, co-host Sean Fox uh, just wrapped up a podcast a month or so ago uh, called The Rise of the Cordyceps Infected, a Last of Us podcast where we discussed each week uh, of the television series The Last of Us uh, from HBO. Um, All right, so that's pretty much uh, all we got here. Um, Oh, I do have one question. Uh, Anybody see the that Apple TV show Silo yet? I, I tried to watch like the first 15 minutes. I'm waiting until the whole thing's out. Gotcha, gotcha. No, I you think to... one, what is it, the big big prize, something like, uh, which is a science fiction sort of show. Oh, the big door prize? About, and that just finished. Big door prize? Oh, is that done now? I'll watch that. I've heard good things about done. it. Interesting. All right. So anyway, I was just curious. Uh, yeah, but Silo is this science fiction dystopia thing that that uh, yeah they're, they're doing a weekly. Um, oh, and I did want. I should, I'm sorry. I should have mentioned this. I do have. Uh, if you heard noises in the first hour of the podcast, uh, it's because like, we have new kittens, and the new kittens have a schedule, a strict schedule of run around like maniacs for an hour, and then sleep for two to three hours, then run around for maniacs for another hour, and this podcast just so happened to coincide with their run around like maniacs hour. Fair enough. Um, all right, so let's give our final thoughts on this film here, Blood. Uh, so, uh, Eric, uh, why don't we start with you? Yeah, uh, this movie was okay. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It exists. It's on Hulu if you want to watch it. Um, don't think it'll make my end of year list. All right, sounds good. Uh, for me, uh, yeah, pretty much everything Eric said, you know, uh, it's available. You can watch it. Uh, it's It's derivative. Uh, but, but, uh, it's, it's what it is, uh, you know, uh, either way, uh, I'm going to be watching, uh, uh, the film for cinema a la carte that we're doing coming up the new next week's film. And I'm seeing Taylor Swift this weekend. There I go. Nobody cares. Okay. So, uh, but all in all, yeah, uh, this film here, uh, blood is, is, uh, what it is. Uh, let's go with you, Barrett. 
Yeah, um, sometimes my opinions change as we discuss a movie, but this is not one of those cases. <laughs> I still feel pretty meh about this film. Um, it's probably not going to make my top 20 this year. It depends on how many films we have this year, of course. Could be number 20. Who knows? But uh, yeah, I don't think it'll be there. But seeing it once, nope, not a bad idea, but not twice. All right, sounds good. And Mike? Yeah, I actually enjoy the film, as I said. Um, I I get it. It is absolutely derivative and in a non-sarcastic way. Uh, in fact, uh, you mentioned um, Contracted, which has a lot in common with this film. Um, but I, I still liked it. I thought it was, I found it solidly entertaining. I like these kind of, uh, morality play, uh, stories. And, uh, it's probably not going to be a top 10 film for me. Well, but I could easily see it being somewhere in like my 15 or so spot, um, depending on what else happens the rest of the year. Uh, I would certainly not warn somebody away from this film. And I would say if you're looking for something different, if you're looking for a vampire film or werewolf film or whatever the thing is in this film film, uh, then I would say I would I would certainly recommend it. All right. Sounds good. So uh, once again, this film is uh, called Blood. Uh, if you're searching for it, it's a pretty derivative name. So uh, it's the Brad Anderson one uh, as the director and Michelle Moynihan as the star. Uh, the film is available on Hulu. Uh, it's getting around 50 plus percent by both critics and uh, audiences alike. Um, if you have Hulu, you can see it there, but I believe you can also rent it elsewhere uh, if you don't have Hulu. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's our review on this film here and our discussion on this film here. And with that, Eric, what are you All right, thanks for tuning in. Let's talk about blood. Come back next week, we'll have another topic. <laughs>